and Checkmate Studios Production. All right, Fantasy Roseball, we're back in action. Welcome home. I'm your host, Kevin Bishop. And I'm Riley Hale. What? When did you get here? <laughs> Today. Oh, that's fucking I took a nap. Crazy. <laughs> All righty, well, we've got a pretty exciting one, a pretty lame one. This might not be our longest episode for a sure. A mixed bag, yeah. Yeah, because it might have been what could have been possibly the shortest episode they could have aired. And debatably the lamest? <laughs> In a lot of ways. Yeah. I think it was, I think there was some earnest disappointment to what happened this week. I think we're all on the same page with fuck COVID. Yeah. I mean, we've all been, I think, on that same page for a while now. Except some of these women, apparently. He got some harsh judgment from a few for, uh, for not feeling well. Well, hold on. They didn't know it was COVID yet. yeah, yeah so. I think it was worse for the audience because we saw him just walking around acting fine, <laughs> saying he doesn't feel well. I'm sick. I don't feel great. All right. Well, before we get more into him not feeling well and the effects of that on the show, this week they went to London. <laughs> Bing bong cheerio. <laughs> Are you from London? Bag ban. <laughs> London calling from a faraway town. Ten crumpets, tallywhacka. That, <laughs> your accent is awesome, let me say My that. accent is rude. <laughs> and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we get on here. So yeah, they get to go to London this week, that's actually pretty awesome. I, I would be, uh, I would be remiss if I said I wasn't a little jelly. Oh yeah, I, I consider myself big jelly. Particularly of Miss Gabby, who got a nice... Shopping Ms. day. Miss Gabby, and, and I gotta, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> first, well, first off, I want to say that they kept saying that it's a, such a romantic city. No, no, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a big city. It's pretty. It's cultural. You can have a lot of fun there, but it's not, like, it's not Paris. I think it's they not, found some decent activities, like, particularly the fragrance um, yeah, it was cool. session it's a, where they it's a big city. made a fragrance fun. together. That I thought that was a pretty romantic, like personal. Nice True, thing. it's just one of those things I don't think is a romantic city. Not in general. You'd have to look for it more so. Yeah, Paris is a good example of one where it'd be like, take your pick. <laughs> yeah, like New York can be romantic. Sure. You can have just the best date in the world, but you can also get mugged in the Bronx or heroin and fucking dropped off the Washington street bridge. You know, I, I think Washington street has a bridge. I don't fucking know, but anyway, <laughs> whatever no, bridge, well, this is the George Washington bridge. I'm a bridge. Sure. Yeah. Um, you going. <laughs> <laughs> so they start off, they get to London. They're all fucking happy to be there. And yes, as we've already alluded, Gabby got the first date. Um, and I, I do think that that was a pretty cool day. I, I did like the perfume building. Cute. That was yes. pretty cool. The name was pretty good. Zabby. Zabby. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> they curated that scent Sweet. together. They got to make it their own. Sure. I just really hope it smells like absolute shit. I, I feel like it was going to smell like shit with mint. Musk and mint. Musk and mint. Like I just shoved a peppermint <laughs> up your vagina. More more butthole. Oh, butthole. I yeah. don't think that's exactly musky. I think that's more, um, well, what do you call it? Um, shit. Yeah, that's kind of what they're looking for, though. That nice, like, you know, fertilizer kind of. <laughs> they, they want the terroir <laughs> of the fucking asshole. <laughs> mm. For English, this t- smells French. 
it. <laughs> well, you know, pardon the pardon my uh, English to all the French out there, but <laughs> it's not like exactly they have the best reputation for being the best smelling country. <laughs> Just saying that. <laughs> Any hoozles? The shopping aspect was weird because yeah, she, a little bit. So when they're out on the date, she's trying all these like gowns, and there was the one like gold dress that seemed a lot, you know, cocktail party maybe. Yeah, um, it was a little, a little more spicy, spicy, spicy. Yeah. yeah, but then there was like, I mean, she looked like a purple Cinderella or blue Cinderella, whatever that color that was. I'm yeah. colorblind to the audience. It was, it was a pretty good dress. It was um, kind of like a pale navy almost. Pale navy. Like a grayish blue. My brain just says that blue. that should be just blue, pale. Uh, but I get what you're saying. I remember the color. It's like, almost like a storm cloud blue, like. Yeah. Storm. Hey, yeah, I guess that is a... I mean, it was a pretty color. It just... It there was, was so, I like. I liked some other... I like the gold one better, but that's just right. True, but and I think... Zach for, picked it out for it, too, apparently. But I think, like, a little bit of the feeling like Cinderella in an aspect, mm-hmm. it fit more that motif. I liked the cut of the dress. It was a bit simplistic. It was kind of so simple, though, I it almost lacked... It had no adornment at all, except for these kind of haphazard... Little, little bows, bows on the yeah, shoulder, yeah. but it was still kind of cute. Yeah. and the date maybe, went great. Yeah, the I would maybe rather great. they weren't bows on the shoulder. Maybe yeah. just some adornment or some fluff or some something. But just the fact that they were bows, it looked like they were, a kid tied them up. Yeah, it was kind of eighties, like. Which <clears throat> look at Stranger Things and a whole bunch of other shit that's kind of retroing the eighties back in. Give that girl a scrunchie. And some leg warmers. I don't have a good eighties reference to make for that. That's a bummer. Frankie say relax. Relax. That's a thing people said in the 80s. Frankie said it. Yeah. In the 80s. Mm-hmm. Then I think he died. I wasn't there. Who knows? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you literally were not. <laughs> I wasn't um, even a scratch in my dad's nuts. <laughs> That's my favorite. They say, like, you weren't even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. And then my dad's <laughs> like, you weren't even an itch in your daddy's pants yet. Like, <laughs> so I was going to scratch you. <laughs> I almost beat you off into a toilet, son. <laughs> fucking scratch, scratch, pube noises. Aim right for the bowl. Then she comes back from the date, and she's showing all this shit she got as if it was the shopping date, which was just, it was odd. Like, when Mike James took Rachel for the shopping date, it was known this was the shopping date. She came back with all this shit. Yep. And she showed, she didn't show all of it off. She showed, like, all the bags, like, that she got the shopping day. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember them going through her stuff, showing, like, hey, this is what I got, this is what I got. That's where Gabby was like, look at my jacket, look at my sweater. I well, like, was a most little... of the group was pretty for it. They were all like, oh, show us, show us, show us. I imagine that they kind of do at some point show off the goods. Cause don't and I think it's know? also intentional of production to, like, send them in that way, like... You know, yeah, she had to enter a closed room yeah, with all her bags to right. then leave with all her bags to go to her own room. Yeah. So absolutely they did that. You're right. But even then, like, I just, I feel like they always walk in, they're seen, and then it's like, I'm going to my room now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I salty bitches. <laughs> and they usually just go on about their business. But instead she was like, and this jacket and these shoes. And I don't think it was anything on her. I just think it was, a, I don't know. I felt like it was a little rubbing it in their face, which they're supposed to be happy for these girls that they're obviously not supposed to be happy for. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I would have done that the same way. I might have showed off yeah. like my favorite item or like the biggest item, like the dress or something, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have just been like, 
and this and this and this and look what you didn't get and look what you didn't get but look what I get to take home like I feel like that was a little it, tasteless yeah I think the girls that walked off just kind of had too much of it Greer especially and I do yeah. feel a little bad for her because she did mention kind of the things that she talked about too Zach, regarding how that would have been the perfect date. I'm not saying she had to get the shopping date, but Charity got the other London date. So not even a chance for tea or anything like that in London could have happened for Greer. Yeah. I think some of this is almost by design too, especially for these moments of drama where they can get people to just crack, you know, they bring that out in different people, different ways. Like, so you think it's producer driven? Yeah. I think everyone's breaking points are different and, you know, they try to poke, poke at those points. Like uh, that's very intentional. I think from production and I think, you know, it is, it is, but they don't give a shit about much other than views. Like is what I can deduce. True. Like, I don't think they're completely negligent, but, I think they also like have their priorities for sure. I don't mean they don't care. I just think that, you know, if they can get a more emotional reaction, they will manipulate it out. <laughs> True. I just feel like if Zach knew that that was, you know, the high tea, the fact she's got tea tattooed on her, that yeah. it's a family thing. I feel like if he had been aware of that, if he mentally remembered that she had talked to him about that and didn't choose her, like if the producers were like, hey, we don't want you to take career on this date. We need to pick somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he, then I almost think you would have been like, well, I already took Katie on a date. I already took Catherine on a date. Um, Anastasia got sent home. Um, blah, 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 blah. I almost feel like Gabby to a point got it by default in a sense. Maybe. I don't know. I also kind of thought Jess had a good chance. I did. I and then did. charity also clicked. Like, I was like, Oh yeah, I could see that. True. I didn't see Char- – I still don't necessarily think Charity's going the long distance. I think he does enjoy his company. I'm not, like, doubting that. I just – we don't see her. In the late- well, now and we And, you do. know, I think now it would have been more telling, too. You know, it would have been more telling to see their one-on-one, I think. Yeah. And after – I mean, this is a pretty pivotal week. I think it gets a lot more serious in the week we're going into. Like, hometowns are going to start to be a discussion coming up before long and – I think that it's definitely got potential for them to kind of make or break. True. It's just one of those things that, because until we, until we really saw this breakdown episode where we can tell that charity is consoling somebody. Yeah. Um, I didn't see her making it as far in the show. So now that we do, it's like, okay, all right. So she is going to be probably top six, um, maybe top four. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool, but yeah, I would have really liked to see their day. And I feel like, she really got fucking robbed. I mean, now that we've gone through yeah, the first date, that they got to have high tea, play with the corgis, make their own scent. <laughs> corgis. Um, that was super cute. I would have enjoyed that. I mean, I would love a pile of corgis. <laughs> a cuddle puddle of puppies. Can we rent those for our wedding? I don't think that we can. Well, I'm going to look into it. Well, you know, you can go ahead and do that. All right. That's, uh, I want to be pulled in by a corgi sleigh. <laughs> I don't know how expensive it would be just to get the royal bloodline of corgis. Brought to the States. I don't need quality corgis. I can get some, like, fucked up corgis. Just some from the shelter? <laughs> just get just get some mangy-ass fucking, like, half-corgi dog. The disabled corgi sitting farm. Sitting with three legs and one eye looking at you. <laughs> fucking half an ear drooping. 
Can I have a chicken wing? <laughs> I, I had one. They took it. <laughs> they took uh, it. <laughs> so I did like actually my favorite part, and this is this season is ramping up for me to be the best musical season yet. I don't know who the new lead singer is because that guy was far younger than the original, but UB40? That sounded pretty good. <laughs> you know, that was pretty dope. UB40, yeah. I need to yeah. tell I need to tell Parker about that. He'd be excited. Yeah. UB40's pretty baller. He saw them live. <laughs> Parker's my twin brother for context. Awesome. And since you've given your full name, now you've just doxxed your brother. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Shout out to Parker. Parks. I don't think you're listening to this man, but Oh hell no. <laughs> no, this isn't Cometown. He's not listening. <laughs> the uh shout out to Maddie. What's Maddie's last name? Maddie Healy. Shout out to Maddie Healy. Maddie, we just want to let you know we like you better because of this. <laughs> Honestly, it I am not surprised by anything you said, uh, nor your reaction. Actually, I'm surprised probably by everyone else's reactions. But absolutely, absolutely here for it. Um, here shout for out it. to the Adam Friedland show. Come town. Collaborate with us. Come town. <laughs> and since we're talking about people that are more famous than us, shout out to Stavi. Oh my God. Stavi daddy. Get your ass to North Carolina. <laughs> Stavi baby. Yeah. What a, yeah. We got, we got to see him in Richmond, Virginia, which is the so nearest good. place he came to us. And we like, with like a week notice, did yeah. a five hour <laughs> yeah. drive there. Like as soon as we got off work. Spent the night in the most ratchet-ass hotel. Fucking ratchet. Smelled terrible, looked terrible. It's just all bad things. Weird. The chick at the counter, we were checking in, and, like, I didn't even realize what she said, but she was checking us in. Like, so it said something about the bed, and she's like, I don't care. Fuck me. <laughs> Talk and about me. <laughs> and I'm just looking at Riley, like, did you fucking hear that? <laughs> and she's like, huh? And I'm like, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Uh, Drove like five hours home, like at like seven a.m. or earlier the next morning. We woke up pretty early because I had to work at nine thirty. Yeah, you you were able to get like a late start on the day, but we had to get up super early. You know, the show was just so good too. His crowd work was awesome. Like, yeah, so shout he, out to Stavros. It's like, a really good opening acts. I wish yeah. I could remember their full names to give him a shout out. To, same, but. same. That one guy, I don't think we even got his name, and I was gonna look him up. He was so funny. But yeah, the the Richmond Comedy Club we saw too. I think it was. We're gonna go see Adam next month. To complete my cum trinity. <laughs> yeah, it was the funny bone. I'm looking at pictures here online. It was the Richmond funny bone. Nice. And that's the same pictures outside too. That was a that was a pretty cool venue. I've never been to a place that really focused on a stage setup for comedy like that. I've been to cool. places yeah. that were turned into something similar to that for the night, and I've been to comedy shows and bars and whatnot, but I'd never been to just a straight comedy bar before. And while it was exactly what I expected, what I've seen on TV, it was not exactly what uh, I don't know. I just Maybe it's just all credit to Stavi and his opening and supporting cast. Yeah, all around great. There was good service, too. Like, the whole thing was smooth. Like, and there was, you know, close by, like, good restaurant, beer, all that, like, solid. Yeah, I can't say that because we had to drive goddamn forever. Oh, well, I meant, like, where we went before, you know, right upstairs. Oh, that whole, like, mall area. Yeah, that was cool. I got got a Kolsch. I'm really, like, into. Kolsch style beers because German. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's also German. a pretty easy beer to get down. It is. They're tasty, but I like those a lot, and they had a good one, and so I'm a slut for it. 
Gotcha. <laughs> so back to the UB40 business. This music, be, this music be happening, fool. Mm-hmm. They be getting down. Zach shaking his little ass, like white boy style. Like, yeah. I, I'm excited to see who else they might have on the season, too, as mm-hmm. far as musical guests. Even if they're people we don't know. I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to play out. Yeah, UB40 was kind of a cool one, like for like kind of unexpected. Yeah, usually they'll have like a kind of smaller name, like newer act, like someone they're trying to like or completely unknown for that matter. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Yeah, they've had some bigger people too, but I think the deeper you get into the season, like the bigger acts they get for those dates. (laughs) Date number one, date number two gets someone out of the local bar. Final, final they have to pay the bachelor like lady gaga <laughs> rah, that, rah, would, rah, uh, uh. that would be kind of sick if they got like a legitimate celebrity yeah 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 uh, i would be here for that like i'm trying to think if they've ever had anyone i've been like excited about <laughs> i don't think oh so. hell no. no nobody's like stooping to that level no one's career is worth it to still do that yeah yeah, there've been they like I know they've like booked acts that the people like the contestants would you know they really liked and stuff oh, really? too. Yeah, but like I think Becca Kufrin, she really likes Robin. This thing's dancing on my own. I think that's who it Robin? was. I think it was Robin. I that's think it was of, Robin. She's like really it was some blonde bitch with the short hair. Like <laughs> I think it was Robin. It was also pink for a time. If you mm, want to think about blonde, it wasn't pink. Short blonde hair. No, no, it wasn't pink. It was Robin. Or it might have been someone else that I confused with Robin, but I think it was Robin. I mean, Robin's pretty damn popular. Oh, my God. I don't think it was Robin. Fuck. Hang on. (laughs) I gotta hang on for shit. All right. You keep talking. I'm going to Google this. Well, past that date, all the girls get real psyched up. Of course, Greer does not get the second one-on-one date. Charity does. She's all but through the roof and to the moon with excitement. And lo and behold... The first portion of the group date gets canceled. Zach is feeling under the weather. (laughs) There it is. I was looking for that. I don't know. I know the girls didn't really understand what his symptoms might have been or how he actually felt. They made it sound like he had a headache and didn't want to come out on the date. So they were just kind of butthurt, a little pissed off. And then they go to the cocktail party portion of it. And he doesn't show up for that either. And he, so they, they are mad at this point. These bitches are they're, raging. They're mad. They're heartbroken. And I will say, as far as the show goes, man, they really went around the horn with who was going to cry next. <laughs> Started off with Greer. And Charity goes to support her. And then Greer doesn't get the date. But she's fine. She's already kind of let it out. And then Mercedes cries. And then it doesn't come to the cocktail party and katie cries i mean good motherfucking god kind of a lot yeah i was hoping ariel was gonna calm some of these biatches down but yeah. she did not she did not pull out that george clooney smoothness on these women i think that she she doesn't seem to really like she's very nice but she doesn't seem to play into any drama whatsoever i think she's non-problematic queen yeah yeah i think she's here for zach keeps a low pro she's here for the right reasons <laughs> and i will say yeah that's we didn't get a lot of those phrases. I mean, this week. Yeah. I, I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I can deal with that. Maybe if we had gotten more dates than we would have. But um, relatively quiet night for most of the girls. You know, we didn't hear a lot out of Jess. We didn't hear a ton out of Katie. Mercedes wasn't too 
even though she had her little crying spell, wasn't too vocal yeah. in any bad way. Greer was really the focused one. Yeah. They really pinned it on Greer. And then leading past the group date disappointment, then heading into what should have been Charity's Day, he gets diagnosed with COVID. COVID-19. The coronavirus. And it was all too sad about it. Too sad. Now, what did this mean for the show? It meant these bitches just got to hang out in a room all by themselves and with each other's and do not a goddamn thing, apparently. Cringe. They made it seem like it was the most boring shit to possibly do ever. That bitch at the bar, right, though, was hilarious. I just sent them right back to the bar where they had a good old time. That was so funny. She was hilarious. She she seemed like a real good barkeep. You yeah. Can she's probably been there since she was like 20. If she, yeah. if she didn't grow Her up. Her father sold it or to it. Well, maybe. And they're in London. <laughs> I think some of that shit's going to be a little harder to pass down. But I'm imagining she's probably grown up in a pub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good. She was a good host too, and I thought, I, I thought, like kind of like Greer mentioned, they got a little distraction, got a little drunk. I think those girls needed it because I, I judge it differently because we know they're in this bubble. Yeah, we know everything's magnified a thousand percent, mm-hmm. and they're just all in their feelings. They probably do have a bit of their own pressure to be a different way because none of them, especially for the first half of the season, can be used to. The camera's being on. Mm-hmm. Straight up, you're going to act different when the camera's on you. Having been behind a microphone enough times, you act different when there's a microphone on. You don't talk as naturally. You don't say what you want. Yeah. You think about what you're going to say and how you're saying it. Not just your inflection and am I speaking clearly enough, but you want to be funnier. You want to be the best version of yourself. And oftentimes when you really focus, I think you're off. You're really not. You're not the best version of yourself. Thankfully, I have idols that I look up to, you know, like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, as Bradley funny Hill. as they might be. We'll just literally show somebody a TikTok while on their program. And if you're listening, you have no fucking clue what they're looking at. <laughs> Which, and they um and they burp and they fart and they <laughs> like will mumble and say shit off ca- like microphone that if you're listening in a car, just makes no fucking sense. So we've really lowered the bar on the production quality of what a podcast needs to be. And let me say, as somebody who's not getting paid to do a podcast, I wholeheartedly appreciate it. Boy, howdy. Uh, no, uh, no true shade thrown to people that are way more successful, talented, and experienced in this but once we that, get that some more li- views i'll spread my cheeks and i'll just fart all <laughs> over this microphone that is a little bit of my two cents on some of the people in the way that podcasts are being made today though mm-hmm. i do hope to bring a little bit of the old kind of radio styling to podcasting that you don't hear every shitty fart <laughs> but again i'm not a, i'm not a real comedian either they actually spoke about this on your mom's house recently you know being fat or not getting plastic surgery because a comedian almost deserves to look how they look and mm-hmm. really honor looking like a normal person. Yeah. If you are trying to be Bradley Cooper and in movies and be the leading man and sexy and or the leading lady and just drop dead gorgeous, yeah, it makes a little bit of sense. But if you're telling yeah. jokes, why you got fake tits, lip injections, <laughs> facelifts, all kinds of shit done, collagen and apologen. Right. Like I did think that kind of made more sense, but you know, we're not comedians, so we have to have some production value. Otherwise, we're sucking on all angles. 
I guess it's different for a woman too when you're up in front of a crowd. Like no, there's there's a there's a bit of maintenance that was agreed to on the episode. Sure, sure, sure. But like, if you're trying to look like Giselle <laughs> and you look like well, I Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even though he's a handsome devil, you know they. He's a guy. You know, again, you, you're trying to change shit around. You're trying to do things that the Lord didn't intend for you. You know, yeah. If you're trying to look like Giselle and you look like Theo Vaughn, you're gonna have a lot going on there. They make people do that. We make people go, oh, that's mean. They're not bitches. <laughs> Moving past the initial COVID disappointment for the gals, they decided they're going to let them do a Zoom call date, which was basically a Zoom call cocktail, a Zoom cocktail cringe. party. That was fucking strange. I, you know, I was glad that they got to have some FaceTime. It was nice it was all one-on-one. Oh my god, could you have imagined the shit show it would have been? <laughs> zang, 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 can, I take, can I take some, can I, can I me, have them? Can I take me, some time? Me, me, do you mind if me, I, I cut in? Mine, 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 mine. The one-on-one aspect of that was great. They got to say some things, hear some things, get some... Re- I felt like he reassured every single person except Greer. <laughs> I feel like he just... They, they make it seem like she went last. I think she went, if not last, near to last. Yeah. And I do think he might have been a little tired and just... It's, it's something akin to virtue signaling for me. Yeah. What is with enforcing that you're taking it so seriously that... You really fuck somebody's mood up with that. I mean, yeah, it was just very unnecessary in my opinion. Like, and you know, shit, we've all done something and been like, well, fuck. Like, looking back on that, you know, that was not the right thing to say at all. I was wrong. And I kind of hope that's how he is about that because I get it. You know, no one's perfect. We all get worked up and tired and say some shit that's stupid sometimes. Like, uh, like, you know, it's and no even, problem. Even hers. As much as I will say, yeah, you can look back on it and think, ah, don't, that's wrong. You don't say that. I mean, come the fuck on. It's just still not that serious. It's really not. Like, it wasn't great, but, you know, he gave her a rose. Obviously, he's not mad. Hopefully, she doesn't have hard feelings. But, like, but yeah, just a bad moment. I would be, too, though. I mean, yeah, I was kind of out of left field. Like, definitely, like. She just, was just trying to relate. Yeah, it was just trying to say, like, you know, I want you to understand that, like, from my perspective, you know, I get this is difficult and, you know, I'm here for you. He just really made it, he made it like she was making it about her and and not taking it seriously and comparing it. And, and like, it was so uncomparable because taking and finding his wife is so much more serious. Yeah, his reaction was as if she was trivializing it. To something as uh, meaningless as a sales goal. When he works in sales, so... It sounded spoiled to me. It sounded like bullshit virtue signaling. Yeah. Like, listen, you know, I've got my heart in this. You know, it's more than just a sales goal. And I know that, you know, what you're kind of trying to get to, because I work in sales too, but, you know, I start off every day looking at myself in the mirror and I think, good Lord Jesus, baby Christ... Thank you for letting me have this voice. And I introduce myself as he, him to every day I might walk into. You never know. And this is my heart on the line. Now, fuck off. Like, I just, I did not, I didn't really didn't appreciate how much he seemed to overstate what he was saying. It was just, yeah, too much. He could have even said, you know, 
I hope you know I do take this more seriously than an average sales call. And that would have gotten the point across. And you could have moved past it and actually had a good five minutes and made this mm-hmm. girl not have a mental fucking breakdown. The uh, whole thing. So I almost, I think that was, uh, that's the first sign of real flaw I'm seeing with Zach, in my opinion. It was a bad moment. I'm going to give him some credit and write it off on COVID madness. True. Yeah, I mean, every time, every once in a while, your trigger is different. Yeah, I hope that it's just like a one-time thing and, you know, shit. You put me on TV for three months, I'd probably say something that stupid. So, <laughs> If I hadn't fucked up worse by then, <laughs> my God, consider it a blessing that's as bad as it got. Yep. That being said, puts her in a conniption. Everyone else is feeling great sure. about life, except she's for... She's thinking she's not getting a rose. Yeah, I mean, the, the 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 drama went pretty well to plan. Said that she was sure. considered leaving because she was so sure she was getting sent home anyway. Wow. The next bit is the actual rose ceremony, which bum, was bum, 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 the bum. weirdest and dumbest it could have been. Awkward. They act like they can't plug a TV in anywhere <laughs> because the where they had the rose ceremony held was like in somebody's fucking cleared out bedroom. Yeah, I this mean, this kind of gave tiny. like a poverty vibe. Yeah, does this franchise not have any money anymore? I just didn't understand that at all because where would they have held it if he had not been sick? Yeah. Because And the- also like can we just like also acknowledge like he was like Going down on Gabby like two days before this, like, and she's still with Jen. Pop. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are we testing? Like, how does she not have it? If he ha- like, like, I don't know. It's fine. She only drinks maple syrup. She's not gonna go <laughs> lick people. <laughs> the maple syrup purifies her. <laughs> you don't need. The- Actually, I'm did you know the vaccine the is one hundred percent Vermont maple syrup? Uh, I do. Pfizer let out a notice. They, yeah, uh, they te- they teamed up with Aunt Jemima. <laughs> for the release. The former Aunt Jemima. Yeah, it's whatever something plantation in it now. Whatever. <laughs> it's something fucking meaningless. I miss my Aunt Jemima. She loves you too. Word to the wise though, get the Aunt Jemima light. That is actually better tasting. Yeah. Shout out. With some butter. Hell yeah. Ah, see I don't do butter. Mm, I do syrup weird. in lieu of butter. No. Yeah. Now you gotta get the butter kind of hot, and then put the hot syrup over it, and it like melts it all and spreads. Oh, mm, mm. Oh, no, I just I don't need so like butter goes well for me on a baked potato. It goes well for me on a roll. It's a little salty. I've never thought, man, my potato needs fucking syrup on it. My my buttered toast needs syrup on it. They, just, they don't go together. Hmm. Me. Butter and sugar don't go together. For I don't me. know. Like, now now I mean, I'm like maybe. Is, I mean, icing is butter and sugar, but like, it just, when they're hot, when they're liquid like that, it just really doesn't do it for me. We're going to have a butter and syrup buffet of different shit. Well, it's even like a bacon and cheese biscuit. Bacon is savory. Syrup, I think, is like a sugary, savory kind of flavor. It's got that hearty, kind of woody, mapley taste to it. When you put it with but I just it doesn't match for me. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I that's hear just you. that's my two cents. Okay, so baby. They went, All right. So now we're going back to the smallest room that the Bachelor franchise could have found to film this in. And all the girls huddled together in the most awkward phase. Now, if you really pay attention to it, last week's sensitive fruit, if you will, <laughs> are just as sensitive now. That yeah. little Zoom call didn't save anybody. The True. group date not happening didn't get to help anybody. So everyone who was nervous last week basically 
went home this week. Doubled down, yeah. And the only one that was really up for grabs to go home was Kylie, mm-hmm. which I'm all for because she should have gone home last week. I don't think she's a evil person or mean person, but I think, yeah, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And she gets probably an opportunity on BIP and a nice suburban ride to the airport. You go, girl. Who I thought got the short end of the stick was Mercedes. She just didn't get her chance. And she was so much cooler. Like, she seemed to really get along with the girls. That's where Kylie's a little, I think she's a little catty. Maybe had a little less friends, less real friends, more fake friends, maybe. Yeah, Mercedes was pretty non-problematic. I I, I enjoyed her a lot. So. Oh. Not like that. (laughs) Maybe like that. I don't know. There are listeners that aren't you. But, I mean, no. I mean, it's, I thought she was cool, though. I was actually kind of pulling for her. I liked her more than I liked Charity. Charity speaks like a valley girl, and it is almost unnerving, as where mm. Mercedes actually seemed to just be chill. I don't know. If I had to pick between the two, as far as who I'm keeping, if I'm Zach, I'm keeping Mercedes around. Charity, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell, because you love her. Mm-hmm. You said. Did you take your pills this morning? Yes. <laughs> so I do feel like uh, if anyone got shafted this week, it's definitely... Mercedes, Kylie definitely deserves to go home. I think she should deserve to go home last week for that bullshit anyway. Everyone seems to basically stay the same. Uh, speaking of staying the same, points-wise, Riley and I stayed the same. It was a dead fucking wash. Well, we also had our side bet rolling this week that was revolving around the shopping date. And I was going to say, did that actually, we had to admit that that actually happened, even though we didn't even know what happened until she walked back with all the fucking bags. Right, yeah, and... Nobody had nope. Gabby picked. Yeah. Gabby didn't have Gabby picked. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing for that. Fucking weak. But we should definitely get some more of those rolling as we get deeper. You know, I think it'll it'll get more interesting. You know, 58-42, that is not a big spread. With that last 10-point rose, like, that absolutely, you know, especially if some if you even have one or two people stick around for top four, like, that's pretty... That's pretty I mean, tight. It's almost impossible for me to catch you. No, I don't know. Well, they didn't say the bachelor, bachelorette winner with Gabby. So, or sorry, with Greer. Mm-hmm. So, we know that, and it looks like she walks out in one of the trailers. Like she just straight up leaves as I'm going home. Maybe. Um, I don't, kind of like I don't see pictures of charity or anything like that towards mm-hmm. the end, what it looks like. I don't see any more dark hair, so I don't yeah. think Ariel makes it, um, which I would also rule out Gabby. So, I, I don't think I have the winner in my pot. I'm being, getting some anxiety about Zach doing something stupid and, like, picking someone and then being like, I changed my mind. I mean, he could, but I also don't think he's going to. But it's hard to tell just the way he's like, it's been so hard, but I found my wife. Yeah, yeah well, they shows him crying up there after at the like altar thing, which yeah. I don't know where they flew him to to stand on a beach like that. <laughs> but all of that's just, it's starting to get worse, maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like these next few episodes are not going to be uh, as good as the first. It doesn't make me, I don't get excited when I think about the future. Mm-hmm. Which is sad because we need to get excited about it. Get hype. We need some more side bets. Make it interesting. We need something to fucking happen. Yeah. 
No uh, more COVID. It looks like Jess is going to have a tough time. Mm-hmm. It looks like Greer has a tough time. Charity's consoling something, so Charity's not having having a bad time. No. It's just super strange. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely don't have a lot of guesses about like who's going to win. Uh, I think it's Katie. Katie? It could maybe. be Cat, but I think it's Katie. Cat or Katie? Katie Cat. Katie Cat. So with the points washing the way it did, we started off with 49.2 and then 33.5. With the gained points, we actually get Riley at... She kept six out of seven people, which is 8.5 Nice. points because it's 85.7% and I kept 8.5 points because I kept 3 out of 4 which is 7.5 but Gabby got her extra rose date and... in before the COVID took hold so I got from 7.5 to 8.5 so that moved it to 58 actually I think it's 58.2 I think I messed that up mm. and to uh, so 58.2 to 42 that's nice Good job. It means it's almost impossible to catch you. No. So this season can fucking suck it. But no. Suck it. But but no. The whole dick. Gag on it. Choke on it. And fucking die. Come on, baby. Come on. Let's make a bet. Come on. Let's make a bet. Let's do something spicy. Come on. I don't know what to fucking bet. Well, let's think here. The Jess goes home. When? Fuck. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm just trying well, to dang, it's hey, like it's either win or not. Like what? Yeah, I feel like this is you know okay. So I've been to Vegas. I've done some gambling. I've played blackjack. I've played roulette. I've played craps. This is like saying, hey, go all in on baccarat. And I don't know what the fuck I'm betting. I guess I don't. I don't. I mean, we have no clue what happens. I bet we Zach has a stumpy penis. I don't. He played football. Okay. I feel like. I, I was talking about this last week. My kids, when it comes to sports, everyone told me, like, bro, you can get college paid for by running track, playing baseball, playing football, mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't play the team sports as much. Uh, I did when I was a kid, but I never played football. So I ran track, and I was really good at jumping. Uh, if they had only told me the amount of pussy athletes get during college, Fuck. I would have done probably anything to make sure I graduated correctly and whatnot. Exactly. So I'm going to be sure to tell my kids that college is not just a way to to future your life. It's a way to actually have the best goddamn time ever. Dim's my two cents. And that's Riley's two cents. So the whole point of bringing that up was if Zach... Who did play football, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you think he could have continued playing football? Or do you think that's why he became a DJ? Did He does have a chode. Small peen. You know, let's fuck around and Small find ring, out. Ring, ring. How My mom would fuck know. around and find out the dick size of My the My mom athlete? would know. She just knows. Why would your mom know? She'll find out. How would she find out? She's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just yeah. kidding. I don't she know. just knows dick. She knows dick, so she's just going to like... She'll have it. She'll have it offhand. She won't even have to Google it. She'll be like, "Oh yeah." She'll just be like, she'll just think of him, get a, a get an aura. She'll mentally transport and like pull down his sweaties and be like, "Yeah." Alrighty. So as of right now, we've had the weirdest episode of The Bachelor with COVID shutting these down and that actually going virtual. And hands down, we've had the weirdest fucking episode that we'll probably ever record. <laughs> God, God, here's to hoping that's the case. <laughs> so. Signing off, this is Kevin Bishop. 
And Riley Hale. Bye. Bye. Checkmate Studios Production. <laughs>